0: Chapter 11 When Mara stepped out of the bedroom, Casey was waiting for her in the living room, wearing a pair of khakis with a white, button-down dress shirt. He froze and stared at her, his gaze growing hungry and possessive as it roamed over her body in a sensual caress. This was the first time he'd seen her with makeup on, and, while she didn't really need any, it made her eyes even more seductive. Her hair was down from her usual ponytail, and he loved how it framed her face. It didn't escape his notice when she started to shiver under his silent scrutiny, and he smiled to ease her tension. Swallowing hard, twice, he then cleared his throat. His voice was husky, with a hint of awe and a lot of appreciation. You look very nice. Yeah, that's putting him mildly, Malone. Couldn't you think of a better compliment than that? Stop thinking with your dick. And try to come up with something better than very nice. I mean, you look beautiful, exquisite. Thank you. So do you. Mara's face tinged with pink. I mean, very handsome. Not beautiful, um. He loved it when she blushed like that, and briefly wondered what other parts of her body would color the same way under his perusal. Fuck, it was going to be a long evening. On the ride into town, he could barely keep his eyes on the road as they kept being drawn to the exposed skin of her legs. He prayed Uncle Dan wouldn't want to sit around too long after dinner having coffee and his usual slice of apple pie. Casey knew exactly what he wanted for dessert, but it was definitely not on Sassy's menu, and he wanted it all to himself. As he escorted her into Sassy's restaurant at 7 p.m. on the dot, Casey stayed close to her with his hand splayed across her lower back, leading her to the hostess stand. After he had introduced Mara to Rebecca, they followed the owner hostess to their table, where his uncle was already seated, waiting for them. Casey nodded and said hello to several people along the way, but never took his eyes off Mara for more than a second or two. She was absolutely gorgeous and sexy as sin. When she'd first appeared wearing that knockout dress, he had wanted to say to hell with dinner, and ravage her right then, but it had been too late to cancel on his uncle. Unfortunately, he would have to wait before following through with the wicked ideas which filled his head at the mere sight of her. Feeling a twitch in his pants, he realized, not for the first time this evening, that if he didn't bring his boiling blood down to simmer soon, he would be uncomfortably rigid throughout the entire dinner. Arriving at their table, Casey reached over and pulled out a chair for Mara, as Dan stood like the gentleman he was. Over the years, the Malone boys' parents and their uncle had instructed them how to properly treat a woman. They were taught to always open a door, pull out a chair, walk a lady to her door, and stand when one joined them at a table or was introduced to them. If he or his brothers ever failed to do one of those things, they would have received a sharp reprimand or evil eye as a reminder. Settling back into his chair, Dan Malone smiled at Mara. You look absolutely beautiful tonight. Whisper seems to agree with you. She gave him a shy smile in return. Thank you, Mr. Malone. And I think you're right. Whisper definitely agrees with me. The older man winked at her. You're old enough to call me Dan, or Uncle Dan. Mr. Malone was my father, and he's long since passed away. Okay. Dan it is, then. Their waitress arrived to take their orders and they all agreed on the famous Friday fish fry dinner, which consisted of fried catfish served with hush puppies and coleslaw. Casey hadn't been lying earlier. It was his favorite meal to order here. The large platters of food were completed with a few lemon slices, tartar sauce, and malt vinegar, and he had yet to find another restaurant which cooked the catfish even close to Sassy's special recipe. Before their waitress left to turn in their dinner requests, Casey also ordered a round of on-tap dark ale supplied by a local brewery after making sure Mara was okay with the selection. The menu recommended it as the perfect brew to accompany the Friday night special. Despite the full house, it wasn't long before their dinners arrived and he was happy to hear Mara found the food and drink to be as delicious as he'd hoped she would. Good conversation flowed throughout the meal as she relaxed and appeared to be really enjoying herself for the first time since her family had died. Dan and Casey both made a conscious effort to stay off the subjects of her family and ex-boyfriend, and the older man had been more than happy to entertain her with tales of the young Malone brothers. Some of the stories were downright embarrassing for Casey, but it didn't bother him. He loved to watch Mara smile and took great pleasure in hearing her laugh as she listened to his uncle's recollections of their youth. After their table had been cleared an hour and a half later, Uncle Dan refused coffee, saying he had to get up early to do some errands. But he told them they were welcome to stay and have a slice of Sassy's apple pie for dessert without him. When the waitress returned with a to-go order of pie, his nephew stopped Dan from retrieving his wallet, saying the tab was on him. And then the couple bid him a good night. Casey knew his uncle was playing matchmaker again. He had seen the twinkle in the man's eyes when he rose from the table, but this time he didn't mind at all. After Dan had left, Mara's gaze met K.C.'s, and she smiled. Thanks for bringing me tonight. I had a wonderful time, and your uncle is such a sweet man. The woman, Bonnie, at the boutique, told me he's been a widower for a very long time. It's a shame he never found love again. He nodded in agreement. Dan always said Annie was his true love, and he never expected to get that lucky twice in a lifetime. But I've always hoped he would find another woman who we could grow old with. The conversation lulled as they sat there and simply contemplated each other. Casey took in her appearance for at least the hundredth time that evening. There wasn't a woman in the room who could compete with her. After a moment, Mara cleared her throat and inquired in a husky voice. Shall we um get dessert? Heat flared in KC's eyes and groin. He most definitely wanted dessert, but not here. Why don't we get it to go? After paying the bill, KC had practically dragged her from the restaurant and was now having a tough time maintaining the thirty miles per hour speed limit posted throughout Whisper. If he had his way, they would be breaking the land speed record to reach the cottage. Glancing over at Mara several times during the eight-block trip, he noticed her hands were gripped tightly together as she stared at the windshield. She hadn't said a single word since they'd left the restaurant, and he hoped like hell he hadn't scared her with her hasty exit, but he couldn't wait to be alone with her. He desperately wanted to taste and touch her again, but this time, he wanted to be where they didn't have to worry about being on public display. Reaching over, He tugged her left hand gently from the grip of her right and brought it to his lips. He tenderly kissed her palm before impishly nipping at her skin. Her gaze traveled from his mouth to his eyes and she grinned at his playfulness. He was certain his heart stopped beating at that exact moment before it picked up its pace again, this time pounding frantically in his chest. There was no denying she was beautiful, but it was more apparent when she smiled because her face lit up and her eyes sparkled. He was amazed anyone would abuse such an incredible woman and swore that if he ever met her ex, the guy wouldn't live more than five seconds. Pulling into the white pebbled driveway adjacent to the beach house, Casey turned off the car lights and ignition. Shifting slightly toward Mara, he released her hand and reached up to stroke her cheek. His hazel eyes zeroed in on her blue ones. He watched her pupils dilate, leaving only a thin border of sapphire surrounding them. She inhaled sharply at the contact as his hand continued upwards toward her hair. He threaded his fingers through the soft strands. Several stray wisps of black silk brushed against his wrist and forearm, causing his breath to hitch. Damn, what he wouldn't give to have her hair draped over his thighs as she sucked him into her mouth and leisurely tortured him. Cupping the back of her head, he slowly pulled her toward him. The first kiss was a brief, feathered touch, but it immediately sparked a fire in his loins. He kissed her again, and this time his mouth took possession of hers. She whimpered as the kiss deepened, and he responded with a moan from deep within. Their lips parted, and tongues dueled with each other for dominance. Her hands and fingers traced the contours of his chest and shoulders, before reaching round to his back. Her nails dug into his flesh, and he reveled in the pain. Mara tried to inch closer to him, but the seat console proved to be an unmovable obstacle. He realized her dilemma and reluctantly pulled his lips from hers. Through his heavy breathing, his voice was strangled. ''Come to bed with me, please.'' Without hesitation, she responded in her own husky voice. ''Yes.'' Fuck. That one word had his cock weeping with need. They quickly exited the car and he grasped her hand, leading her up the deck stairs and into the house. Using his foot to shut the door behind them, he swung her around and pinned her against it with his body, immediately taking control of her mouth again. Every swipe of his tongue was matched with one of her own as she wrapped her arms around his neck as if hanging on for dear life. Setting his hands at her waist, he slowly stroked his way up her sides until his palms were brushing the outer surfaces of her breasts. He heard and felt her gasp as his thumbs flickered over her hard but covered nipples. More blood surged to his groin in response. His hands then moved in opposite directions, one to the nape of her neck, the other down to cup her ass as his pelvis rocked against hers. Casey was getting dizzy with desire, and willed himself to slow down, or he would end up taking her here against the back door. She deserved better than that, for the first time he fucked her raw, but Mara showed no sign of wanting to slow down. Instead, the pace of her mouth and hands increased, urging his to follow. Her fingers were threaded in his hair, and the tips were forcefully holding his head where she wanted it, at just the right angle for her tongue to plunder his mouth. Never breaking contact, He turned and clumsily walked them toward the hallway leading to the bedrooms. He halted their progress a moment to take her purse from her shoulder and tossed it on the back of the couch. They paused at the closed door to his bedroom and he fumbled to find the knob, reluctant to stop touching her to do so. When the door finally swung open, he backed her into and across the room. The back of her legs hit the bed and he felt her body stiffen. A jolt of worry zapped through him and he pulled away from her mouth to look down at her flushed face. Is something wrong? Mara lowered her eyes to stare at his chest. No. Yes. I mean, I don't know. Placing his hand under her chin, he gently forced her gaze back up to his curious eyes. You don't know? Her hesitation bothered him until she opened her mouth and stammered. It's... It's just that I... I'm not really good at this. Confused, he shook his head and took a step backward. What are you talking about? Mara, honey, from what I can tell so far, you are excellent at this. I could kiss you for hours. Not kissing. Her gaze fell to the carpet and her voice dropped to a mere whisper. I mean, the the sex part. His eyes narrowed as he studied her face. She was serious. What are you talking about? She sighed and shrugged her shoulders as her cheeks reddened with obvious embarrassment. In the past, I've been told that I'm not that good in bed, and I don't want you to be disappointed. Casey's jaw tightened with anger at the thought of any man telling Mara she wasn't good enough at anything, much less having sex with her in the first place. What fucking asshole said that? Not waiting for an answer, he took her hand and guided it to his hard and throbbing cock. This is what you do to me, just by looking at me. Sweetheart, sex goes both ways. Maybe things weren't right because a selfish jackass didn't take his time to show you how good it could be. Leaving her hand at his groin, he trailed his palm back up her body to her breast. No one took the time to find out what made your body respond in pleasure. He rubbed his thumb over her peaked nipple, and she inhaled sharply. That's how you make sex good. Great, even. Let me show you. Mara arched her back, her eyelids fluttering closed, as he continued to rub the ripe bud through the thin material of her dress and bra. She gasped, then sighed, her body closing the distance between them as if pulled by a string. Casey, show me. Please, show me how good it can be. He growled. With pleasure, honey. With absolute pleasure.